Thank you for listening to Comics for Fun and Profit. This is Connor Drew with your sneak peek at next week, episode number 575 for comics originally coming out May the 27th. 2020. But before we get into what's coming out in your local comic book shops, the last release weekend or week in May, Drew, what else we got going on? Our good buddy Jason um, has sent us a request. Can you give a shout out to my favorite LCS, Dragon's Lair in Hawaii? They are celebrating their sixth anniversary this Sunday on the 24th. That'd be tomorrow as you're listening to this. And a big mahalo to you guys for recording all those new episodes during the comic book shutdown. I really enjoyed listening to those episodes. Well, thank you, Jason. And shout out away to Dragon's Lair. Congratulations on six years in this volatile, volatile industry. <laughs> Way to go. Not an easy thing to do, but congratulations. Yes, exactly. Uh, we got our good buddies over at... Um, do we do FOC first, or we do? Yeah, we do FOC first before we do. We indeed, do. sir. Yeah, I'll let you take this then. All right, of course, FOC is the final order cut off. It's our last ability to see about getting a few things that we maybe didn't put in our previous order to make sure those things are sitting in our pull boxes when they come out. Maybe we'll see a little bit of last second art. Maybe we'll get a little bit more uh, information on some things. We can make some decisions and always add a few extra things to things we got to get, so we don't have to chase things on them back-end market you know all that fun stuff of course we get a list of things for our foc curated from erica cowabunga comics if your uh, local comic book shops don't do an foc um you can always reach out to them to either just be on the list so you can be educated on what's focable or if you need to get something they will always 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 hook you up um so we'll look at this nicely curated list. We get, of course, Eric's picks as things to look at on this. Uh, he's featuring things like Batman, The Smile Killer, number one from DC Comics. Of course, another black label. We had the Joker Killer Smile previous to this. So now we are on to the Batman, The Smile Killer. We have oh. Green Lantern's 80th anniversary, 100-page super spectacular, number one. He is checking out the 1970s. Uh, Neil Adams variant. Of course, we got a lot of awesome stuff from Neil Adams in the 70s on a lot of covers, so that's pretty cool. It's Green Lantern's bite at the 80th anniversary, Apple. We have for a cool $125 less discount the Dave Cockrum X-Men Artifact Edition hardcover uh, put out by IDW. All kinds of stuff on that Artifact ed Edition there. If that's up your game, get on that. Of course, from Image Comics, we have the hardcover for Pulp by Ed Brubaker with Sean and Jacob Phillips on your art. We have another big dog item, Silver Surfer Omnibus hardcover number one. Stanley and Roy Thomas writing these adventures. And from all kinds of artists, deep discount. Get that for half price if you want to order it ahead of time. Uh, of course, got Resistance number two from Artist Writers and Artisans Incorporated. That is the Upshot Comics uh, from J. Michael Straczynski. Mighty Morphin Power Rangers number 50, FOC Dan Mora variant. We like Ma Dan Mora. We like FOC exclusive variants, so that is pretty cool looking. And from Ablaze Comics, we're looking at Merka and Dolfo's Unsacred number 6, cover D, the Merka and Dolfo Polaroid variant. 
But let's get in and see what we can dig out on here, see if there's anything we just got to have and we've got to add to our orders. What did he select, like 10? Six, a little half a dozen. A little half a dozen? There you go. Well, he's making up for lost weeks, man. I, You know, the that deal on <clears throat> those artist editions, yeah. um, that's a really good deal because yeah, so they never they never sell below cover mm-hmm, exactly so that, that's a, that's awesome so if you're thinking about get it get it now because it's the your own you're gonna pay more later yeah and you know these things are going to be are in low print runs they they go out of print and then they go to three and four hundred dollars <laughs> so if you think you if you think you want to get it at all get it for 90 now yeah no doubt no doubt. So we'll start with some of our Dark Horse stuff. It looks like Dark Horse has got quite a few hardcovers and graphic novels of their own. No real floppy comics, just uh, some trade paperbacks of everything from Minecraft to Lady and the Tramp uh, to Abraham Stone to American Gods. Nice. Down to DC. We're getting into a little bit more of the DC stuff. Of course, we talked about Smile Killer. Uh, what do I care about this detective? 475. What was Detectives that again? Detectives 475, the old facsimile edition we like so much. Uh, looks like a something fun with the Joker. Yeah, I'm not sure the specifics of this. It's definitely not the first Joker. No, definitely not that issue. So it's just, it's just a, a classic Joker, perhaps? Yeah, sure, we'll go with that. A classic Joker. Yeah, that that doesn't do it for me. Yeah. That doesn't make me pull the facsimile trigger. There you go. Now, do any of these Green Lantern ten dollars, six dollar with this discount uh, make you want to pull the trigger on it? You know, I was a big Guy Gardner Lantern fan back mm-hmm. in the day, um, and. But but I, but other than that, Lantern never Green Lantern never really connected with me, and uh, maybe a few Hal Jordan's uh, era volumes, but but for the most part, you know, like I never did any of the Kyle Rayner stuff. All that new stuff I tried and didn't like. The Grant Morrison stuff now is indecipherable to me. I don't, <laughs> I don't like it. Um, so yeah, I, I I don't know. You know I. I, I guess I would like to try one, but I don't know if I want to plunge and t- take nine dollars a nine dollar plunge. The, uh, the blank variant is not white, but a prestigious green. That is kind of neat. Yeah, I think that's pretty. You don't see that, yeah. so that would be kind of cool for for cons if they existed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if we ever get back to the con eras. Yeah, I did hear that. Um, the Tampa Bay. Comic Con mm-hmm. is gonna go, and that's in July. Dang! So I don't know if we're—I don't know what it's, Artist Alley is gonna look like, but the Tampa Bay Comic Con is a go for July, which is where the San Diego um, canceled. Yeah. So that might mean that late July, August cons will be back on schedule. That would be pretty cool. Yeah, maybe. If they can only do them safely. Yes. I mean, it, we've been in those lines, mm-hmm. all those cattle call. Yeah, I, can, I can smell them quite pungently. I can, the I'm pretty I, sure I'm, I would catch anything they would be coughing up as I well. I can't even imagine doing that right now. 
Man, it's tough. At one point, Drew, you and I enjoyed some of the Metal Man stuff. Are you reading metal, this Metal Man? Uh, no. No, I skipped that one entirely. Um, this is a Dan Jurgens Nightwing annual. Um, you, you've been enjoying any of the Dan Jurgens run? It's not bad. I mean, it's... I kind of like it. It's been one of the things where, like, uh, if I miss an, episode, an issue, I won't go back and catch it. I'll just jump to the one that comes out next. Yeah, just keep on trucking, which yeah. is... That's I think okay. My, it's unfortunately been my Nightwing thing since like forty two. It's just I don't read them all, but I try to. Yeah. Uh, this is about the Condors trying to recruit him. Uh, They're calling him Dick Grayson. <laughs> so who knows? Yeah. When the, and this is the yeah. uh, the the nice blue and black costume. So who knows? So you'll take it. Yep. That's your that's your style. Uh, second issue of Strange Adventures. The first issue was and didn't grab me. And who is Ben Caldwell? Because I really like that Young Justice variant. Yeah, he's been um, he's been highlighted a few times. I yeah. think in the past he's uh, either an up and comer or has been around and under the under my radar a little bit of an emo style but enough that it keeps me into it and i just i like the style of it it's uh it's very nice not quite sejic but it's yes yes i I can see that for sure very cool i'm gonna have to keep an eye on some more of his stuff down off of dc into the idw where we see that crow left number one is going to a second print on that Tim Seeley book. The Walt Simonson Artisan Edition is not an artist edition per se. Not the same size nor mm-hmm. the same number of pages, I'm guessing. Um, but still, beautiful <laughs> white Walt, Walt Simonson art. Is it bad that like before I clicked on it, I knew exactly which cover would be and what it would look yes. like? Yes. The Beta Ray Bill. I knew it would be the Beta Ray before I even clicked on him. Like that classic Simonson Beta Ray cover is going to be. Um, we talked about Dying is Easy. We got the fifth edition on that. Are you current on that, brother? I am. It's um, still good. There you go. Of course, written by Joe Hill. All right, off of IDW into a few image books. A Man Among Ye. Number one, this is uh, Stephanie Phillips and Craig Cermak doing the art. And I believe we touched on this before the world broke a while ago. Mm-hmm. Of course, this is yet another uh, and any and Bonnie and Mary Red pirate store. So uh, could be a good time. I, I often enjoy those, and from the perspective of a female pirate back in the day. Moonshine. I did not jump back on this, but I, I probably should. Another Moonshine? Yep. Moonshine number 18. Of course, Brian Azzarello. I lost interest. Me too. It uh, didn't do it for me after a while. Uh, Ludocrats. That was pretty wacky, that first issue. So I'm not sure. not sure it hooked me yet. Might try okay. one more. And the nice Chris Anka B cover. A little cheesecake. Um, but not the kind of cheesecake you would think. 
I heard good things about Marked. It's uh, first trade paperbacks there. Uh, if you jump in early and get that for eight fifty, worth checking out right here. And down to Marvel. Marvel is not once again uh, doing much as far as the FOC. They're kind of still reloading their barrels, I believe. Yep. Yep. So they got a few hardcovers to offer you. Uh, Silver Surfer Omnibus. Car hardcover of the Star Wars Age of Rebellion one-shots. Um, so a few things there, but no floppy comics from them. So sorry you can't get any more 2099s or Dooms or anything. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we let's see. We got the the hotel number two then from from AWA Studios. Mm -hmm. uh, that first issue was really great, man. Yeah. It was um, it was like it's a, it's a four room hotel, so it's just a tiny little hotel, and the story took place like in one room about the people that were in that one room. And they interacted a little bit with some of the other people in the room, in the other rooms, mm -hmm. but not really. So I'm curious as to see. So we have four issues a, here, so we're probably going room by room by room by room. <laughs> That's what I'm wondering. It, 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 that would be fun, a fun way to do it. I mean, it was like a self-contained story, a um, little horror kind of vibe to it. Mm -hmm. So I'd be I'd be curious if this one is, an, is another room and another story. Uh, if it's contemporaneous with the uh, with the previous story or uh, in a different place, but just a different time, um, that'd be a cool way to do it. Um, but we'll see. I'm 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 excited for it because I really like that first one. Very cool. And of course, that's from artists, writers, and artisans or whatnot. Seem to be pumping out some really neat stuff from them. They yeah. also got yeah. Resistance Number Two. Of course, Resistance Number One was a, a, a comics for fun and profit bundle item. Of course, another Ma J. Michael Straczynski thought up. Which was good. Yeah. Really good. So I'm looking forward to that second issue as well. Very cool. So it might not be too late on these ones to jump on and enjoy the ride. From Boom, we have a million Power Rangers, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and a million Power Rangers in general covers. All kinds of stuff for the collector now, and you. Now, um, what was the, the hot... Mighty Morphin around twenty five. What did they? Didn't they do something special for twenty five that got a little heat under it, spec wise? Yeah. I mean, we we had all the helmets at one point, but I thought that was for the first one. We had some some specific stuff, and like there was some bundles that they did, but I can't remember what exactly they did. All these things. What's is that a J Scott Campbell or a different Campbell? Not J Scott. Jamal Campbell. Jamal. It's very nice. He should change his middle name to Scott. <laughs> he should. And of course, Dan Mora on a bunch of stuff. He's got some dope uh, Power Rangers, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles covers. He does a good job with all that. If you you might want to get that, you could get that foil. Mm -hmm. um, the foil is actually less than the Dan Mora, but a dollar more retail. So you could you could save a little bit of. Uh, scratch there and get and get the the higher priced foil wrap around. Is it pretty snazzy? It looks very snazzy. Yeah, I like that. That's pretty nice. That's also Jamal Campbell. 
of course, Power Rangers, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. You can get the cover of whichever of the turtles you would like. Or anything. Else. You know what's missing here? What's that? Eastman. No Eastman. No Eastman, yeah. He's saying, like, I don't want to do any crossover. I'm out. Well, this wind is James Tinian, your boy. Yeah. Uh, for fans of Once in Future, Isola, and Middle West, the award-winning team of James Tinian and Michael Dianalas, who did The Woods, reunite for the new must-read series <coughs> that shocked the comic industry. Magical heritage is punishable by death in Pipe Town, so a young boy named Wynn must keep its, his true identity and pointy years a secret from everyone. Even if it means he'll never have the normal life he wants. I don't... I think I missed that. I don't remember that. Do you remember that? Uh, I don't remember hearing this at all. That's uh, kind of interesting. And there's a Mora B cover, which is blank. <laughs> so he just kind of phoned that one in, okay. Dan. Dan's been slipping a little bit. <laughs> or is that Dan's? Is that mixed up with the? That's the main. The main. I think that's just their way of saying we don't have your art yet. Yeah, yeah, possibly. Then we have um, Unsacred number six, which was mentioned earlier. Um, I've read the first four of this. And her art is um, amazing, and uh, better than the the Naked Pig book that she did. <laughs> uh, we have Lady Zorro. This is from American Mythology. Um, every once in a while, these pulpy, these older pulpy books really are pretty good. Like that Lone Ranger series was really good. Mm -hmm. That had Bob Q art. Um, the Red Sonia earlier was, you know, with Mark Russell was really good. Every once in a while these really take off. I wonder if, um, I wonder if this is going to be a go with Pat Shand doing the writing and uh, Vincenzo Caruto, who I do not, do not know. Boy, Dynamite has so much, yet so little at the same time. <laughs> they do. Crank out the covers, don't they? Mm-hmm. Killing Red Sonja, not as good as Red Sonja. Oh, wow. So, unless you're a diehard, uh, if you can only read one, uh, read the other one. <laughs> down into Aftershock we have The Man Who Effed Up Time number three John Lehman you dare not miss this issue first two were good there you go you're just you're dying you gonna be able to stay up through I the am. episode? Just a little, uh, a, a <laughs> little bad as me. It's usually me. You're the you're the sick guy, coughing sick guy, and I'm, <laughs> I'm the yawning guy. There you go. My apologies. Don't, don't take. My I will job. know my place from here on out. 
And that's uh, about it for me. For yeah, FOC. a few things to add, a few neat little things here and there. Uh, you know, make sure you're stopping by artists, writers, and artisans, checking those little things. Um, if you're even thinking of hardcovers and things, jump on them early. There you go. And of course, these are all due by midday Monday. Aha! Got you doing. Well, man, I, didn't, I thought I could. Sneak I should have hit my no, uh, damn mute button. I hit that. <laughs> hey, let's slide over to our good friends over at Cover Price. Um, they did the top ten for us. Uh, do you want to hammer out that t- the the top ten this time, and I'll take the runners up. Sure thing. Uh, Cover Price top ten for the week ending May twenty second, twenty twenty. Uh, of course, our number one item is the Young Blood. Number two, the pink logo variant, continuing to do strong. We've got a few versions of this one, and the pink logo variant is the one that is moving the most. Thirty six copies sold. $130 for a 9.8 CGC, uh, which was last week. And this week, that same 9.8 CGC going for 166 So continuing wow. to move up. Uh, didn't quite sell as many this week as it did the week before, but uh, price still doing good. At the second spot, we got Hulk Future Imperfect, number one. This is a Marvel comic from 1992. It was announced last week hmm. that longtime fan favorite Hulk writer Peter David will be releasing a follow-up story this August to his much-beloved Future Imperfect Hulk story with the long-awaited origin story of Maestro, the alternate future version of the Hulk. As huge Hulk fans of this storyline, we can't wait to read this. So that one, of course, heating up, selling 26 copies, uh, high sale of 95 for a CGC 9.8 for this old, you know, early 90s Hulk book. Captain America Neat. 307. Uh, let's see. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Deadpool 3 includes characters Typhoid Mary and Madcap, who first appears in this issue. A very wacky ca- character, so... Maybe. Rob Liefeld has already responded on Twitter with not true, and they make everything up. So, this is a bunch of speculation back and forth on possibilities for Madcap. So, take that with a grain of salt. But, we moved 11 copies. Seven-day trend up quite a bit. High roll sales for 45 bucks. We have point one, number one, uh, Nick Bradshaw book from 2011, a Marvel book. There's new news swirling around Nova appearing in the MCU, specifically with the Annihilation storyline coming into play. Uh, while Nova's, the Richard Ryder, first appearance is on a runner-up list at 13, spoiler alert, uh, which is a big, expensive book. Uh, his first appearance in this issue helped pre-light the fires on this variant that has its fair share of content rumors of the last years. So that's cool. So po- the point one from two twenty eleven, we we hated the point, point ones. By the way, if you recall, mm-hmm. um, and so that issue had Sam Alexander as Nova, his first appearance. Yes. Okay. First so it was Sam like a, Alexander as Nova. So it was like a little precursor for the Nova, the actual Nova. Yeah. Issue. Okay. I remember that. I wonder if I got that somewhere. There you go. I just, I hated them. <laughs> yeah, those point ones. Uh, we talked quite a bit about Sweet Tooth a little bit last week. So 2009 uh, DC Comics, it was announced last week that Netflix gives series order to Team Downey's DC Comics adaptation starring Christian Convery and James Brolin. 
this Avengers connection with Robert Downey producing and James Brolin acting has given this $1 cover price comic a massive boost with a raw copy hitting $135 and most averaging around $100. This is a Vertigo book, right? Not a DC book? Uh, let's see. Let me click on it real quick and, double, and look. Yes, correct. Vertigo. Yep. Yeah. Which, I mean, I guess it's the same, but when they say DC, I'm like, really? This came out as a DC book? Yeah. Of course, continuing to be there, Ultimate Fallout number four, Miles Morales continues to do no wrong. Uh, at rank seven, we have X-Men Annual number four from 1990. Um, this is into the whole Gambit thing. Uh, first appearance, first cameo appearance of Gambit, and it continues to trend up. At rank eight, the Incredible Hulk 340 from uh, 1988. This is, of course, the Wolverine cover with the reflection. Um, Wolverine Hulk drawn by Tom McFarlane. It's just a popular comic. Back in the day, around that around that time, uh, when Todd when Todd McFarlane took over Spidey. Mm-hmm. I was I was crazy in love with Todd McFarlane, mm-hmm. bro, bro crush extraordinaire, and I was looking for everything he ever did, and so I know I have this somewhere. <laughs> yeah. At rank nine, we have the Annihilation Qua- Conquest Wraith. Uh, of course, Donnie Cates has plans for Wraith and has hinted at a direct connection to Null. And you know by now, people are loving themselves some Null. This is the first appearance of Wraith. Uh, sold 20 copies, moving up. Had a high roll sale of 99 bucks. And at rank 10, we have Venom number 3, the third print specifically on Null and all this fun stuff. Now with uh, uh, number 11, uh, we have something called Ball and Chain number 1. This is a DC book from 1999. Uh, this was announced two weeks ago. Seven studios fighting to win the right to turn this comic book into a film. Uh, both The Rock and Emily Blunt are attached to star in this thing. Um, um, I'm looking at it. I don't remember this at all. Yeah. And it doesn't look like that is not a DC book either, right? No, it's is it really not. a DC that does not look like a DC book. That's homage comics. Was was that homage? Homage. Yep. Was that a DC subsidiary back then? Ooh. I, don't, I don't know I that. Don't even know. I, um. So I don't know if they just have their Wildstorm. Okay. So yeah, I guess DC owns that now. So yeah. okay. But back then they did not. Yeah. So this is a pair. This is a married superhero couple. Okay. Very much like that. Um, I can't think of it. Forget it. Um, we got Witches from 2014. Uh, one of our favorites. Mm-hmm. Uh, getting hot. Um, sold 17 copies. And uh, even a CGC sold for 70 bucks. Very cool. Uh, Nova number one from 1976. This is the one that sold for $1,000 as a 9.8. Which is first Richard Ryder. We have Star Wars The Clone Wars number one. This is the book of 2020 and the king of the COVID back issue heat. Right when everything changed, DC's 98 were selling for $369 oh. and Raw's 150 to 200 
we thought those prices were crazy. And then Mandalorian rumors kicked in, and boom, this book just lit up. This week it sold 10 more copies, with a 7-day trend, 161% of those prices. And had a high sale of $900 for a CGC 9.8. As of 5.20, a 9.8 just sold again for $1,400. How did we... This is your first Ahsoka Tano. Who? You just saw... You told me you watched Clone Wars Season 1. Which one? Is that the, the Padawan? Yes. That's the little girl Padawan? Yes. That's her name? Yes. And that's who's going to be in the movie? That's who's going to... We know from Mandalorian, and then there's been talk of her own series. She's annoying. <laughs> Maybe she gets better. Maybe she grows on you. <laughs> she does. Trust me. Um, all right. The New Mutants 98. Uh, duh. That's the old Deadpool first appearance. Um... Uh, so it's back into business for about an eight hundred dollar sale of a nine eight. Um, Marvel Superhero Secret Wars number eight. We know that's black suit. Spidey uh, had a high sale of two hundred eighty five dollars for a nine eight. Uh, the Amazing Spider Man's three sixty one. That's the first Carnage. Uh, high sale of two hundred twenty five bucks for a nine six. Why didn't we? Why didn't we slap these, Kyle? <laughs> Uh, Amazing Spider-Man 365 is the first Spider-Man Spider -Man 2099. Spider-Man. Um, Spider-Man. Spy <laughs> shut up. Uh, 11 copies sold. We're only at a high of $22 for uh, Near Mint Raw. This is an investment comic, folks, because look right above it. <laughs> look at on the previous page that Kyle was talking about mm -hmm. with the first Miles Morales. The... We've got the black suit, how hot that is. Of course, we know how hot Venom is and Carnage. And uh, this is another Spidey key. Yeah. So grab a ton of them. Buy as many as you can. Um, even, at, even at 20 bucks, it's an investment comic. Yeah. Uh, Spawn number one continues to sell. Uh, 9.8s are selling for 110 bucks. Uh, the Amazing Spider-Man 129. This is the first Punisher. Uh, it sold 15 copies this week, and uh, a nine four sold for, get this, almost three grand. Oy. And I didn't want to spend a hundred and twenty five dollars on it. <laughs> Thought that was too high. Yeah. Oh, good stuff, man. That that is good stuff. You know, I think it's, I think you get a little better sense of the week when you read both. When they when you do the the full top twenty, mm -hmm. sometimes the top ten doesn't change as much, but you know there's a little more activity in the in, in the other stuff. So it really kind of gives you a sense of some of the new stuff that's happening and moving around. Uh, interesting things. Yeah, and we talked. This, uh, I think we talked last week about a free comic book day uh, edition. Uh, there was a free comic book day book for uh, One Punch Man that was heating up. Oh, yeah. There is another uh, Amazing Spider-Man from 2007 that's free comic book day that is heating up quite a bit as well. Oh, do you remember what, what the deal was? Uh, I think it, it's being considered maybe the first appearance of, uh, of uh, Jackpot. Oh, okay. But, it, you know, some people are like, can it be in a free book? So who knows? Gotcha. Now it is time for our sneak peek. 
All right, of course, we go over to previewsworld.com for our sneak peek. And next week, we go to new releases. We find May 27th, 2020. And let's start where we always start. Let's start in Image. Before we get too far into this, uh, last week, we we got our first sneak peek in a while. And then this Wednesday, we got those comics. And it was nice. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. It was nice to get... Like back to some sense of normalcy as far as comics are mm-hmm. concerned, and um, just more stuff coming out than you could read because there for a while you could read everything that was released, yeah, and in that a given week. So this is it's kind of nice to get back to where they're um, cranking it out again, getting back to it. It's slow though. It's I mean it's not like it used to be, yeah. but it's we're getting there. Yeah. Well, let's see. Nothing too new. We got um, Mercy by Mirka and Dolfo. The second one there. A few neat little covers there. But all in all, not a lot of stuff for me in the image category. How about you? Um, the end of that story arc for Farmhand 15. I'm kind of excited about that. I've been waiting a while. Um, Extra Sisters. I, I think I missed out on a couple of these. It must have fell through the cracks. Um, oh, wait, this is the first one back. Okay, I'm sorry. Yeah. So this is is coming back and continuing uh, with the second with the second story arc. Okay. Mm-hmm. That there there you go. Now I now it makes now it makes sense. So there was a big break between five and six. There you go. Um, you and I really enjoyed the po- the postal. Uh, yes. It was out a few years ago. We have the ability here. We have a nice little hardcover. The complete collection of postal. 60 bucks if you pre-order to get a little bit of a discount. Uh, Postal 1 through 25, the Postal Laura and Postal Mark uh, single issues as well. Uh, a fun, fun story on that one. A nice little uh, yes. detective story from a really, really intriguing original character in Mark that we really enjoyed. Really twisted, yeah. twisted story. I could see that as a show like Dexter. I absolutely you know? could as well. Yep. I, th- I think that could go on for s- seasons and seasons and seasons and be a lot of fun. There you go. Uh, from Dark Horse, just a couple things there. Nothing I'm too interested in. Nope. And down to IDW. Also, no. Not much there either. And into DC Comics, where we have the final basket full of heads. <laughs> Which, again, I kept thinking was ending, and it, and it wasn't. So I'm excited for... For this to finally, finally end. It's and time not, not for that a it, final I've, I've enjoyed swing it. of the axe. Yes. So. I've enjoyed it a lot. Um, we've got that facsimile that we talked about previously. This is the 77 issue, which is the first Huntress. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, this is one that I think I did pull the trigger on. I was excited enough about. So uh, some of these facsimiles, they, they hit the right notes for me. There you go. Joker and Harley Criminal Insanity number four of nine. Um, this is the first of the Black Label series that I remember going to so high as nine. Most of them have been three issue series and stuff like that. Um, yeah. So this is the first one they're doing a, a longer form in that prestige format with. Really pretty art. Yeah. Good. Striking covers. Really cool. Yeah. Especially that cover B. Wow. Yes. 
We've got the our, our Fighting Forces Giant. I'm really excited about this. I didn't get this from Walmart, so I'd just like to, to read it here. Um, got a Batman story by Brad Meltzer, which is always good. Art with uh, Jim Lee. That's original it. Jim Lee art on that as well. Yeah, that'll be fun. Larry Hama book a story in there. That'll be fun. Um, and then some reprints. Ian McDonald taking over the cover B's on Wonder Woman for issue seven fifty five. Uh, not too shabby. And Year of the Villain, Hell Arisen, number three. That is, of course, our punchline book. Um, we are on a third printing of it. And uh, I still continue to not be a fan of the fact that DC phones in second, third, and so on printings. Yeah, they, well, they changed a the little color scheme on there, maybe. Yeah, second's With orange, that. third's purple, blah. It was cute hey, when they remember... did it with uh, Killing Joke. I don't like it anymore. Do you remember a while ago, like early March, we had like this list of uh, things that were Joker War related? Yes. Um, we don't, you don't still have that, do you? Somewhere, of course I do. Somewhere. It's not, it's, I don't think it's any of these books. I, so I was either. thinking it was a lot of Nightwing. Yeah. And I don't think it was Batman and the Outsiders or Batman Beyond. Right? I don't think so either. I don't think it was Justice League. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I seem to have misplaced that. Uh, but we need to keep an eye out for those in the future. Absolutely. If there's any Joker War stuff happening, because uh, that might heat back up again. Yeah. Um, yeah, I definitely think it still has. It's still cool characters, still cool storylines. Um, as long as there's not like a big chunk in the middle of it that we missed and had to jump back to, we should be all right. Yep. Yep. all I had. Sorry, I was trying to find that while we were talking. It's all for DC. Oh, were you? Yep, down to some Marvel stuff. Well, um, you know, I'm super excited about that Avengers 33 because I got a little midnight, Moon Knight uh, uh, fix there. Mm -hmm. Enjoy that. I'm excited. All right, I found Joker War. (laughs) Oh, okay. Okay. Joker War main story, Batman 95 through Batman 100. Tie-ins are Batgirl 47, 48, 49, and 50, Catwoman 25 and 26, Detective 1022 through 1027, Harley Quinn 75, Nightwing 70, 71, 72, 73, 74, and 75, and Redhead 48. Okay. Okay. So nothing this week. Nothing this week. Fantastic. So I will take a picture of this so I can find it a little easier. Yes. Shoot me that picture as well. I like that. Good idea. Uh, we got, we in uh, Marvel now? Yep, we got Dr. Aphra uh, being, like I said, re, uh, redone on Dr. Aphra. I, I really enjoyed her as a character, but wasn't sure what legs she had. Not only did she finish out her series and do cool things, uh, but she's getting a re- reboot. Yeah, and you know what? Um, 
No murder droids. No murder droids, but she's got her uh, big Wookiee with her. Not the same. Correct. Not the same. Correct. Uh, so, do do you know what? Did, were you reading it? Did something happen to the murder droids? Uh, they just kind of went on their own way. So they didn't get destroyed I or ended. They're just out so. there somewhere. Yeah. Murdering. BT and triple zero. Yeah. I uh, I like them a lot. I guess I guess maybe they can couldn't just always be in there. I guess. <laughs> uh, I bet you Donny Cates does something special for Venom Twenty Five. Uh, he's said as much. Um, so there should be something happening in this. Um, it is six dollar book to find out. Um, lots of covers to choose from, we have but black blank variant, which I love, but are really hard to get into a nine point eight. But if you get it, yeah, you're nice. You're, you. Of course, why would you slab a blank? You know, you yeah. wouldn't, right? No, yeah. But that so, could uh, leave you with the only slabbed one if everybody thinks that's dumb. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's true. It's all about the census, right? No doubt. And that's kind. I think that's all I had in. Marvel. Down to Dynamite. We got a few bigger versions of that Killing Red Sonya we talked about earlier. If you want to go deep, deep, deep. Everything here is a $50 book, so no. <laughs> so no pass. Yeah, these are all the Dynamic Forces crazy stuff. Same with same with Boom. I mean, the Alienated I've really enjoyed. And there is an FOC exclusive, which, um, you know, is nice. But, I, I mean, it's issue three, so. Did you read the first King of Nowhere by Maxwell? Yes, Williams? yeah, it was really good. Really good. So issue two is on my radar for sure. It also has an FOC exclusive. Absolutely. And down to some of our smaller stuff. Dead Day, number one, from Aftershock. If the dead could come back for just one night, would we want them to? Meet the Haskins, a seemingly normal suburban family, as they prepare for the annual macabre holiday known as Dead Day, when the deceased rise from the grave from sunset to sunrise. Some come back to reunite with family and friends, others for one last night of debauchery, still others with only one thing on their decomposing mind, and that's revenge. Looks pretty good. Dead day, number one. Uh, we got Rogue Planet, number one. This is the Colin Bunn, Andy McDonald, we mentioned back during an FOC. Uh, Salvage Vessel Cortez tracks the Lonely Orphan, a planet with no star system to call its own. Somewhere on this hostile rock is a payload fit for a king. To attain it, though, the crew of the Cortez must brave Razor Rock, Poisonous Vapors, Treacherous footing and the most mind-numbing horrors imaginable. Good, good stuff. Yeah. We do like Colin Bond. We do. Sometimes. It's true. The last V card. Two worlds collide as the Larry Hama signing. In this final issue, someone dies. Will it be Jonathan Talia? 
John Hong Singh. Not even Larry is safe. Yes. That's about it. I think the back half is where we're slowly trickling stuff back in. Mm-hmm. Um, and some of the smaller publishers that are just dipping their toe. There you go. All right, Drew, this point of the podcast where we look at our sneak peek at next week. What's the one thing we got to make sure we pick up, make sure we get a bite of, uh, that we have to make sure we're picking up this week? You know, I I don't want to pick Avengers 33 again. Yeah, yeah. So I think I'm going to go with Venom 25. I th- you know, Donny Cates was hyping this thing up. Mm-hmm. Uh, must be a reason. And because it's so close to the shutdown, coming out of the shutdown, could be underordered. Um, we'll see. Um, so I'm going to go with Venom 25. We also missed Disaster Incorporated from Aftershock Comics on the back half number one issue from Aftershock. Uh, for me, it's between whether I think um, we're going to get a cool new character in Dr. Aphra. She is getting teamed with a new crew um, or Dead Day number one. Those are my two that I'm kicking back and forth. Um, let's go with Star Wars Dr. Aphra number one, and we're going to see if she's got some cool new characters, first appearances of her new crew. Um, then hopefully spend something dope off of them. Wrong. <laughs> no? Okay. <laughs> Should have went a dead day. But we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> well, I go so often with the Aftershock number ones and the other stuff. So That's I true. I, I thought I'd That's true. a ball back to one of the big twos. But I did that on the week that you've chosen Marvels. So we get two Marvels rocking. There you go. Back to back. <laughs> and I like the cover B, I think. No, I like to cover it. We'll stay with that. We thank you guys for tagging along with Drew and myself for our sneak peek at next week as we continue to get back into all the comics coming out on your local comic book shop. Um, did you go visit last week? How was it? Um, how was the experience? Was it weird, the social distancing? Um, did you enjoy your trip? What, what were your thoughts as you went back into your comic book shop for the first time, hopefully, uh, either this weekend or last week? So tell me if it was different. Tell me if it was more of the same. And uh, hopefully uh, you, you felt like you got enough stuff last week that comic books are back. If not, we're going to continue to snowball until we're back in full swing. Uh, of course, if you want to, reach out to Comics for Fun and Profit either on Facebook Twitter, Instagram, drop us a link at our Gmail account, any of that fun stuff, uh, we'd love to hear from you. So we thank you so much once again for Drew and for myself. See ya.